Hey, we're at number 13. Number 13 of Near Perfect Pitch. This episode is entitled Up Periscope. You'll find out why later. I've got a great interview coming up with uh, with Periscope himself, Martin Swinney. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'll give you a little bit of a hint as to what you can expect in the forthcoming uh, two and a half, three hours or so. Going to hear some uh, Idlewild, some new stuff off, off a, live, uh, a live record. Going to hear some Monaco coming up uh, in about uh, 30 seconds. Uh, we've got some Hefner coming up. Uh, I'm even going to chuck in some Black Sabbath, some Anne Clark and some Duran Duran. Very, very good show. Not to be missed at all. Stay tuned.
how wonderfully optimistic is that? That is uh, Hefner. That is a, uh, a single and an album track from, uh, from the LP Breaking God's Heart on Two Pure Records. And uh, I'm trying to fumble with when the one that was actually released. You're just going to have to uh, look that one up on yourselves, uh, by yourself rather. Um, and before that, we heard uh, Monaco. Now, Monaco. Uh, if you're not uh, if you're not tuned in, uh, that was a band uh, formed by Peter Hook uh, of uh, Joy Division New Order uh, with David Potts, who uh, used to be in uh, uh, Hook's uh, side project, if you like, Revenge. Uh, and uh, David Potts, uh, Potsy as he's known, um, played on uh, on the first record and the second album, the self-titled second album, which was never released, actually. It was pulled by virtue of uh, it not being relevant musically for whatever reason that, me- that means. Um, uh, anyway, uh, and uh, Potsy is now a full-time member of uh, Peter Hook's band, uh, The Light, uh, and he's touring perpetually all over the place uh, with that particular outfit. And coming up next, we're going to hear something new uh, from B-Movie, which is, uh, which is uh, bizarre, actually, because uh, uh, B-Movie released a great record called uh, Forever Running in 1985. They arrived out of nowhere again in uh, 2013 with their second album, The, the Age of Illusion. Uh, and uh, The Climate of Fear was uh, just released recently uh, and is available, should you wish to purchase it. Uh, to purchase uh, this particular record, you've got to go to their, uh, to their uh, Bandcamp page. Uh, I'm posting that on the, uh, the show notes. So if you've got a Podbean, uh, uh, nearperfectpitch.podbean.com, uh, you can find uh, all the... Uh, intricate details of any given uh, podcast, any given uh, rendition of Near Perfect Pitch. You can find all the details, all the tracks, all all that business, uh, all all the stuff that you would like to know for the OCD, for the anally retentive, for the precious contingent of you out there. Anyway, b-movie.bandcamp.com is their page. The album's called Climate of Fear. And I tell you what, you can do a lot, uh, a lot worse uh, with uh, spending nine dollars. Uh, they're from Mansfield, incidentally, uh, and uh, I really love this record. I bought it, uh, I bought it a few days ago, and I've listened to it, uh, I think, three or four times all the way through. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, just to refresh your memories, you can uh, reach out to me. That sounds very. Uh, uh, Mamby Bambi, but uh, you can email me at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. You can also uh, uh, follow us on Twitter and Snapchat at nearperfpitch. You can uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at nearperfectpitch. There's a SoundCloud page, a Facebook page, a Tumblr blog. A br- brog? Yeah, there's a Tumblr blog, a uh, Tumblr blog, and a Vimeo page for. Uh, for all the, the videos that uh, I'll post uh, from time to time. Uh, give you another heads up in terms of what's been coming up. We're going to have the usual features today. We're going to have Tinter Web Time. We're going to have uh, our usual hat trick. Uh, today's hat trick is going to have a nice feel to it. It's going to be a bit antipodean. It's going to be all Aussie, uh, which is good. Uh, we've got our usual gets in the, uh, Get in the Sea feature and an interview with uh, with Martin Swinney, a.k.a. Periscope from Manchester, which... Uh, which was a laugh a minute, really. Always is with him. Um, so, uh, stay tuned. Here's some B-movie. And uh, if you want to request something, don't forget the email address, because it does work. I'll be getting to a, cre- a request uh, very, very soon uh, from mate Rob out in, uh, in Hotton.
was another false dawn Another false dawn
fantastic that is that's martin stevenson tyneside's martin stevenson uh martin stevenson and the dainties uh, and that's from 1988's uh, second uh, uh, release under martin stevenson and the dainties uh, no solo uh, titles um and uh, that's glad some humor and blue and uh, that's the the remix uh, single version of holy humble heart and that's on kitchenware records and highly recommended. I'm hoping to get Martin on the show in the next uh, two or three weeks. Uh, we've been in contact, so uh, I'm reasonably optimistic. And I'll tell you something else, completely uh, off topic, but uh, I'm using some decent headphones for a change. I've got two channels. Uh, it's quite clear, and it's making a world of difference. Very, very happy about that. Um, maybe you know dif- uh, notice a difference. I'm not too sure. Uh, so anyway, before that, we heard uh, B Movie, uh, brand new stuff uh, called Another False Dawn. Great track. That that's off uh, uh, their latest record, which is available as I mentioned before on uh, on Bandcamp. Uh, forthcoming, we're going to go. We're going to go to Holland, and we're going to hear something uh, from the Night Blooms, and I'll uh, fill you in on some more details as to uh, the band themselves. Uh, and then after that, we're going to go to Leeds. So I think. Uh, 
that's the next uh, 10 minutes paved out for you. World Water Child String of Colored Bees Won't you Don't lie to me, just go on and don't tell me that Here is where you are Here is where you are Small Water Child, there's no reason for you to Sorry that I was mean to you, you were right Here is where you are Here is where you are Everyone loves you
the immensely quirky cud uh, from Leeds, uh, fronted by uh, Carl Putnam, and uh, always always been a fan. Uh, they spent most of their early career on uh, a small label called Imaginary, uh, a very, very good label, and I'll be playing lots of stuff uh, from the Imaginary stable, and already have done uh, in, uh, in the past uh, dozen shows. Uh, titles like the first LP, When in Rome, Kill Me. Uh, singles like Only a Prawn in Whitby, uh, albums like Leggy Mambo and, and Elvis Belt. This particular album uh, that uh, this track was pulled from was uh, Asquarius, which was their major label debut uh, uh, on A&M Records, and that came out in 1982, the single uh, Rich and Strange. Um, and before that, we had something, uh, it was quite a lengthy track, I should have actually uh, precursed that by saying it was a stick-the-kettle-on uh, type track, uh, but that is... Uh, 
from an album called uh, 24 Days at Catastrophe Cafe uh, on Fire Records uh, from 1993. That is Holland's The Night Blooms with uh, Everyone Loves You. Everyone loves you when you play that guitar. It's a great track, that is. And uh, I'll tell you what's coming up next, shall I? Um, well, you know, we have this feature, and it's called Gits. And um, this particular feature is uh, its an acronym. It's uh, designed quite solely to uh, lambast somebody. Uh, it's almost like a uh, an idiot of the week, uh, a numpty of the week, and it can get even more, uh, uh, more extreme. And in this case... Um, it's been another dreadful week, let's be honest. I mean, uh, turning on the news is becoming uh, something uh, something to dread, frankly. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a sad indictment when you um, wake up every morning and you're not uh, shocked or surprised. You are almost expectant to hear of the next uh, uh, example of misery uh, or stupidity or, or violence. Anyway, I'm not going to harp on that for too, too much uh, longer. But... Um, I really don't like the Tories back home, and I really don't like Theresa May for, for, for numerous, numerous reasons. Uh, and this week, she was uh, challenged in Parliament by uh, the SNP's George uh, Caravan, who simply asked the following question, are you prepared to authorise a nuclear strike that could kill hundreds of thousands of men, women and children? Without hesitation, one word answer, yes. So she's our git of the week, and I'm sure that she'll be in contention for forthcoming gits of the week because uh, uh, I think that she's very adept at, uh, at gittishness. Uh, so that's Theresa May, and, and I nominate that uh, she gets chucked into the Baltic Sea, uh, one of the few seas that's possibly within touching distance of being as cold as she is. On a cloudless day Baker is a sick man 
baker is a sick man And there are those, heaven knows Who wank his brains off every night on the telly
first 45 minutes have flown by, haven't they? That's uh, Dutch Uncles uh, from Marple in uh, Greater Manchester. Uh, and that is from uh, the record called Cadenza. Cadenza was released in uh, 2011, uh, and that's uh, the single of the same name. They've got four records out, the most recent of which is called Oh Shudder, released last year. Great, great stuff, and uh, I'll uh, be playing more Dutch Uncles. They've got, uh, well, they've not released a bad record in my in my humble opinion so uh, that's another one for you to source if you uh, were unaware of them uh, previously and before cadenza by dutch uncles we heard something from 1989 that's bill pritchard uh, and uh, that's on network records canadian label from vancouver and a song called kenneth baker kind of in keeping with last uh, week's play of the two big heart excellent fish tracks uh, namely um, the imperfect list and the question remains a similar list of uh, Moronics, as provided by Bill Pritchard. Uh, Kenneth Baker was uh, the chairman of the Tory party and uh, a well-known Thatcher sycophant and crony, an all-round horrible man. So fair play to you, sir, for uh, recording that. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that, because that was kind of a segue from from, uh, uh, that lovely lady, Theresa May, who is our GITS uh, nominee of the week. Uh, And uh, we're going to hear something next from Sheffield, and then we're going to go all the way to Scotland, and then I'll see how I feel about uh, the track after the next two. I want you to bow your head. Fingers free, keep your hands 
not just a showering of love, but a love cascade that I'm offering to you. That is a leisure process, and that is uh, from uh, a single released in 1982. They released uh, four singles between uh, 82 and 83. Uh, not a, uh, an official record, LP, as it were. Uh, they're from Glasgow. And uh, interestingly, on their second single, they were aided and abetted by uh, uh, Mark King and Phil Gould of Level 42 on the single Away You'll Never Be. And I happen to have, uh, it's, a, well, it's not an official release, but it's a leisure process, uh, the singles collection, where someone has uh, taken a lot of time and energy to, uh, to rip the vinyl into uh, lossless digital. And uh, it's beautiful. I've got a 15 tracker, uh, which compiles all four of those singles and allows me to play them for you in uh, in a wonderfully lossless, clear digital capacity. And before that, we went uh, to Sheffield. We went uh, to visit uh, Cabaret Voltaire uh, for a single called I Want You, which was uh, from 1985, and from an LP on Virgin Records entitled, one of my favourite titles, uh, The Covenant, The Sword, and The Arm of the Lord. What a wonderful title that is. Uh, it's time now for, uh, for a hat trick. So uh, if you are inclined to, do you want to make a bevy or make yourself a sandwich while uh, listening to some uninterrupted, uh, fantastic uh, alt-pop tunes, we're going to go all the way uh, to Australia and hear three in a row from that neck of the woods. Tiny baby, so naive, I can't believe what you You were once so happy here It may not be Eden or summer in Greece You may not even find the golden fleece In the drag of this atmosphere Now I Thank you. 
You're so 50 light years ahead of your time You're a metal, you're a ripple You're a human sacrifice to the goddess of vice Your head in whisper of diamonds and lights And your heart
whisking you back all the way to 1981 from the uh, self-titled debut. That is Ice House and Ice House. Uh, Ivor Davies, incredibly talented man, and I encourage you at the very, very least to uh, try and get uh, the hits compilation. Uh, very, very prolific uh, were uh, Ice House and still recording to this day. Uh, Ivor is, is a very busy chap, but uh, highly recommend uh, picking up their back cat. Uh, and before uh, we heard Ice House, we heard Flash in the Pan, uh, more Aussie stuff, and that's Midnight Man. And that is from uh, 1985. My goodness me. Uh, and we heard the church. Uh, we heard a nice version of Ripple, which you can find on um, the uh, Under the Milky Way compilation. It's actually a, uh, uh, a remix uh, and uh, uh, an edited remix, if you like, from the original promo single. Uh, and that's uh, a song, as I said, called Ripple. So that's three belters from Australia. Do not uh, see you can't, you can't ever point the finger at me saying I'm uh, I'm British centric. A good song's a good song, so you know occasionally you're going to hear some New Zealand material, some American, Canadian, Australian, uh, maybe even some uh, Mongolian, maybe even some uh, Gambian, maybe even some uh, Samoan. Who knows? What's good is good, and I will continue to play what I deem uh, is what you're after. Coming up next, going to hear some Japan. That's a request. Uh, and uh, after that, I think uh, we're going to do some Tinterweb time.
That's the unmistakable voice of David Sylvian. That's Japan from 1980's Quiet Life. And uh, Fall in Love With Me, an absolute beauty of a tune uh, on uh, Hansa Records. I do this a lot, don't I? I mean, I'm not going to play stuff I don't like, let's be honest. So it's, it's, a, it's a racing certainty, really, that stuff I'm playing is stuff I like. Uh, stuff that I play, uh, there's varying degrees of how much I like them. Japan, I like it very much. Another one of those bands I, I, I just couldn't recommend uh, enough to uh, seek out anything and everything that they have, uh, they have put, to, uh, they've put to master. Very, very good outfit. Oh my goodness. What could that mean? Well, we all know what that means. Other than being uh, an immensely uh, annoying racket, it's, uh, it's Tinterweb time. And it's that time of the programme when I uh, share with you uh, a website of interest, either something that I've stumbled upon uh, during my surfing uh, uh, for, from the previous days since the last program and stuff that I've stumbled upon uh, we all we all fall into that trap don't you you go you go on you go onto the in uh, the tinter web there and you go look for something you might be looking for you know porcelain vases and then end up looking at uh, the merits of uh, the 17th uh, most distant ring of, of Saturn it's, it's really quite uh, wonderful how you get uh, sucked into it and, and what you can find uh, this doesn't really fit that bill it's something that uh, I did find a long time ago, uh, but I'm now on their mailing list, so it doesn't really count. But I wanted to bring it to your attention because they're a good bunch of people. And I'm talking about American Laundromat Records. And uh, not only do they have acts on their label, such as Tanya Donnelly uh, and uh, Julianne Hatfield, uh, but they do these wonderful little compilations. And uh, one of which, which I've had for quite some time, which was released, uh, I'm trying to figure out when it was released. It was a while ago. Anyway, there's, a, there's an LP release of it, uh, and it's a tribute to, to Wes Anderson, who is uh, one of my uh, favourite uh, film, film directors. And uh, it's really music from his films as uh, covered by a litany of uh, up-and-coming often American indie bands, uh, and uh, there's a new one coming out, and it's called High School Reunion, and it's uh, a tribute to those great 80s films. And uh, I'll, I'll name some of the standout acts on there. Uh, we've got Matthew Sweet doing American Girl, which is rather cool. What else we got? Uh, we've got uh, Kristen Hirsch doing uh, Wave of Mutilation which uh, I'm sure uh, you Pixies fans know all about. It's a 20-tracker. You can order it uh, from from them directly, and uh, you can also source out their other uh, releases that they have. A great little label. Uh, they, they work very hard on their packaging and their aesthetic, uh, and they take their sweet time, meaning that uh, they never release anything until it is absolutely bang on. So uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes, and the show notes always reside at uh, the Podbean location, which is nearperfectpitch.podbean.com, which is where... You get to see all of the, the nuances and subtleties of, uh, of what, uh, what I play in that I line list and try and detail. I, I've always uh, been an advocate of uh, trying to tell people actually what, what they've actually listened to. Um, it was a massive bone of contention with me growing up and still is to this day when you do listen to the radio and uh, you hear a song and no one cares to tell you what it is. I suppose Shazam, uh, the app, has taken... Uh, 
uh, has taken away from that necessity. But uh, it's still annoying. I just don't know how you can play something and not tell somebody what, what, what you've played and, and, and tell them a little bit about it. So anyway, this is American Laundromat Records. Look for the show notes uh, on, on the Podbean location. And needless to say, uh, Podbean is, is the place where I upload the podcast uh, and you can also get the podcast on uh, CKCU's site, <clears throat> got a frog in my throat, sorry, ckcufm.com. And of course, uh, kudos to CKCU, uh, Canada's uh, longest standing and best community radio station, uh, bar none. And uh, they allow me to use their studio. I'm sitting there right now and uh, recording this for you uh, under their license. And uh, I thank them very much for that. So if you're a music fan in general, uh, log into ckcufm.com. Uh, and see and explore uh, the countless genres of music uh, that are presented by people who are purely vocational, people who really, really care. Uh, And uh, CKCU is blessed with uh, a ton of volunteers who provide a product to the end user uh, essentially free, uh, along the lines of those uh, uh, lyrics by Neil Peart for Russian Spirit of Radio. So, American Laundromat Records, that is our Tinterweb site of the week. I also need to mention that uh, that Japan track was a request, and that is for Amelia, and I think Amelia's in California, if I can make that out, uh, and the Ice House track, which was a part of the uh, Antipodean uh, hat trick, um, was a dedication. That's actually to an old friend of mine who I've not seen for uh, an awful long time, but that's for Ron Henke uh, in, uh, in Edmonton. No idea what you're doing, Ron see you occasionally on Facebook but uh, uh, that song reminds me of you I remember you coming back I think from Germany with that record uh, once upon a time uh, and now it's time for a request but before I do get that uh, get to the request I want to remind you again of all the uh, the social media properties that we have out there uh, how you can keep in touch with the program so you can always email at uh, nearperfectpitch at gmail.com you can uh, very very soon uh, visit the website which is nearperfectpitch.com it's under construction as they say which is just uh, speak for I have not been asked to do anything about it quite yet uh, Nearperf Pitch is Snapchat and Twitter SoundCloud has a page as does uh, Facebook, Tumblr and Vimeo and Instagram is Pitch. you can uh, get us on iTunes, Google Play Blurberry, Stitcher TuneIn and of course Podbean now I'm going to draw breath and I'm going to play a request for an old, old friend of mine who I've uh, reconnected with over the last few years. Uh, he uh, has an impeccable uh, taste in music, and that's really quite subjective and quite egomaniacal of me to say so, because because he shares very similar taste with me. I'm, I'm, I'm deeming him a man of taste. Uh, it's, all, it's all very, very relative and very subjective. Um, uh, I've been looking for an excuse to play something from this compilation called uh, North by Northwest. It's called Departure 1976, Arrival 1984. And it's a triple uh, CD limited uh, box set. And uh, one of the CDs features uh, some interesting local uh, Manchester material. The second uh, does the same for Liverpool. And the third uh, is an amalgam of both. Uh, the first CD, the Manchester uh, CD, features the likes of uh, John Cooper Clark, Magazine, The Fall, Buzzcocks, Certain Ratio, Ludus, 
uh, New Order. Uh, the Smiths, I've heard of them. Uh, the second one, uh, the Liverpool one, Will Sargent from the Bunnymen, uh, OMD, Echo and the Bunnymen themselves, Wah Heat, that's Pete Wiley, uh, Pale Fountains, which is now um, Mick Head and his uh, uh, Red Elastic Band or his Strands or his High Town Pirates, depending on uh, what project he's on. Uh, Lotus Eaters, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, great stuff. And the third one features the likes of James, China Crisis, Pink Industry, Crispy Ambulance, Warsaw, uh, the beginnings thereof of uh, New Order, uh, sorry, Joy Division and then New Order, Slaughter and the Dogs, and this particular track by a Swamp Ch- Children called Call Me Honey. And this is for you, Rob. Hope you enjoy it, mate. Mm-hmm. 
Stop and 
Searching to find something new, but what will you find when you think that nothing is true? You know that maybe it's that nothing is new. So you let me hear songs that were written all about you. The good songs were written for you. Idlewild from Edinburgh uh, from their latest release. They've got seven studio albums. Uh, this is pulled from their latest 
uh, and it's a, a live record, and it's available on Pledge Music on their uh, particular page, and I've got that in the show notes at nearperfectpitch.podbean.com. That'll be uh, in the notes once I uh, post the podcast. Um, and uh, do look at it, and I'm at the page right now. You can get uh, the CD for about $25, about just over 14 quid. Uh, and uh, you could even spend more if you want to get uh, some more uh, goodies from the band, whether you want signed stuff, limited stuff, etc., etc. A wonderful little compilation. It's not a little, actually. It's quite large. Um, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm going to read you the details and just give you a second here. It says, Double Live Album on CD recorded during the upcoming An Evening with Idlewild UK Tour, featuring songs from both the electric and acoustic sets with songs spanning the band's career as well as new arrangements. Very good stuff indeed. And prior to hearing um, American English, which I didn't even tell you, did I? There's me banging on about explaining songs and telling people all the details uh, uh, a few minutes ago and then neglecting to tell you. American English is the name of that song and that was a single as well. Higher Than The Sun. Primal Scream doesn't need an awful lot of introduction, really, does it? And that's from 1991 on Creation Records from the uh, immense uh, Screamadelica LP. And uh, before that, we start things off with Call Me Honey uh, by Swamp Children, and that's for for Rob. Thanks for uh, requesting that, mate, and uh, always a pleasure. And uh, I've wanted to remind you that coming up at the end of the programme, we're about an hour and 40 minutes in. We've had some pretty good tunes so far, I reckon, anyway. Uh, we've got uh, a great little interview with with, uh, with Periscope. Uh, that's Martin Swinney. Very, very interesting chap. And uh, in, in, in the most affectionate way possible, he's an absolute nutter. And I love him because I think that I'm, uh, I'm uh, on the lunatic fringe myself. So just as a little recap, um, uh, that's not really articulating the eclecticism. I just really want to really articulate what you've heard in case that you might have uh, some kind of uh, selective uh, amnesia or short-term memory loss. Uh, Monaco, Hefner, B-Movie, Martin Stevenson and the Dainties, The Night Blooms, Cud, Bill Pritchard, Dutch Uncles, Cabaret Voltaire, Leisure Process, The Church, Flash in the Pan, Ice House, Japan, Swamp Children, Primal Scream, Idlewild, and now in keeping with just general wackiness, here's some Black Sabbath.
or sometimes you've just got to hold your hands in the air and just go tune fantastic that is that's ultra vivid scene uh, uh, that's really a guy Kurt Rausk is his name and that's the mercy seat uh, and that uh, is uh, from uh, an EP uh, from 1989 on 4AD records uh, wanted to feature something here as well um, uh, I got reminded of the track I, I interviewed Kurt Rausk uh, during the time of, of that release actually and um, very interesting fella um, haven't listened to uh, an awful lot of Ultra Vivid Scenes material over, over the last little while because I listen to a lot of music and you can't listen to everything of course um, but uh, last week uh, I'm, I'm friends with uh, a certain Jim Reed and, and, and he posted the, the video of the single uh, on, on, his, uh, on his timeline and it reminded me of how excellent the track was uh, and that was the 12-inch version that, that I played you. And if you want to to, uh, to get a copy of, uh, sorry, get a copy of that, uh, you can. Still, still widely available. Not hard to find anything by Ultra Vivid Scene, really. But there's a wonderful compilation which I've I've uh, touched upon in in past weeks, uh, and it's a wonderful compilation of all that is shoegaze and if you're not familiar with shoegaze essentially it's uh, guitar effects pedals and 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 wonderful tunes thereof as a result of uh, of tinkering around with said pedals and uh, the shoegaze uh, became popular vernacular uh, during the movement itself because uh, the likes of uh, the bands concerned were looking uh, to the floor to their shoes to their effects pedals uh, hence the term anyway i'm rambling on to five discs uh, on this wonderful uh, introduction to, to Shoegaze compilation, which is available on uh, Cherry Red Records. I will, again, put this URL into the show notes on the Podbean page, nearperfectpitch.podbean.com. And uh, it comes in, as they say, I love this word, a lavish package. Um, a wonderful booklet that houses the, the five discs. Uh, I'll give you a little sampling. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain, Cocteau Twins, 14 Ice Bears, Pale Saints, Were Driver Boo, Radley's Cranes, Velocity Girl, not quite sure if they're shoegazy or not, uh, Ride Lush, Spiraea X, uh, Dylan's, just a real veritable who's who, Adorable, Drop 19s, a submarine. What else we got here? Got Mercury Rev. Drugstore. Again, that's a bit tenuous. Uh, Bowery Electric and uh, and Bethany Curve. Loads and loads of stuff. So uh, do look uh, do, do look at that. And if you've got uh, the means, it's uh, thirty two pounds for five discs and uh, a very very good package. It is indeed. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to play something from Liverpool for you.
That's Dead Skeletons. That's great stuff, isn't it, really? Uh, they're from Iceland, and uh, that's their debut from about three years ago. You can get that on iTunes, and that is called Dead Mantra. Uh, very interesting uh, chap is uh, Joe Simunder, um, and uh, I've put the links to the Dead Skeleton site uh, in the show notes. Uh, it's... Uh, www.dead.is for Iceland uh, and uh, the Facebook page uh, facebook.com slash dead skeletons very very interesting and uh, just released a a limited edition uh, coloured 7 inch as well Um, and the chap is a prolific artist uh, painter Uh, so do check out uh, Joe's stuff and do check out the band as well and before we heard uh, Dead Skeletons we heard from Liverpool from their debut record uh, we heard uh, Lady Tron, uh, and uh, said long player uh, was uh, entitled uh, 604, and Lady Tron were uh, named after a Roxy Music song. Um, and Brian Eno is, is one of their champions. He does have a soft spot for for Lady Tron. And, of course, before that, we heard Ultra Vivid Scene, as I had mentioned. Uh, coming up now, we're going to hear something by Catwalk. It's entitled Damascus, and then after that, we might hear something cool in a Duran Duran kind of way. Oh, 
started getting fatter Three weeks after I left you Now you're going with some kid Who looks like some bad comedian Are you gonna go out? unmistakably pulp from his and hers and uh, Rasmataz and that's for Shelley in Toronto thank you so much for uh, your email Shelley and hope you enjoyed uh, the tune and before we heard uh, pulp we heard something rather interesting a little mashup of uh, Nick Rhodes uh, just he's the purveyor of all things fashionable isn't he in, at least in his own mind anyway it was, it was a lot of fun seeing Duran Duran um, uh, last week and feeling exceptionally old um, didn't embarrass myself largely stood there nodding my head but uh, it was a, a sight to behold and I was there with some fun people and uh, it were interesting and before that from 1992 we heard uh, by Catwalk we heard a song called Damascus and that's on dedicated records uh, I did post something on the Facebook page earlier this week which I thought was absolutely uh, hilarious um, uh, it came to my attention that there was uh, a new record out by a Smith's uh, Morrissey uh, tribute band from Mexico. Uh, and there's an album uh, called Mexico Goes Morrissey, uh, and it's uh, by a band called Mexrissey. Very interesting. So you could go to a Facebook page and, and have a look at it, or uh, I'll put it, uh, I might even put it in the show notes. But uh, I'm going to be playing a song f- from a said record. Uh, my, my Spanish is, uh, is awful, but uh, cada dia es domingo. Every day is like Sunday, so I'm told. It's Mexican style.
That's the brilliant Mint Royal. Uh, they're from Manchester, and that is a song called uh, From Rush Home With Love. And if you're familiar with uh, Rush Home, uh, there's the Curry Mile there, where you can get the best curry uh, north of uh, Brick Lane, really. Uh, and uh, that's from 1999. That is a single, and also from their debut long player, called On The Ropes. And uh, they continued to make music up until early this year and I, I do believe they they've disbanded but I could be wrong uh, but uh, I, I, if I was going to stake my money on it I'd say that they are now now defunct which is a shame but they've got uh, quite a body of work to leave behind four albums and about uh, about 15 singles worth of stuff um, so that was explaining to you what that was and uh, wasn't the, the track prior to that uh, uh, brilliant slash rubbish in the same breath, uh, Cada Dia Es Domingo, Every Day Is Like Sunday, by uh, by Mexrissi, who are not storming the charts anytime soon. But uh, it was interesting, uh, uh, at, at the very, very least. Now, uh, just before I get into a bit of a periscope-ism here, I just wanted to uh, let you know um, uh, of, of all the uh, the ways and means and uh, wherefores how you can get in touch with me at the programme here. You can email me, nearperfectpitch at gmail.com. Uh, uh, Carrier Pigeon is out of commission, but you can also follow us on the Facebook page. You can, at the same time, do the same thing uh, on Vimeo uh, and Tumblr and SoundCloud. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Snapchat at Near Perth Pitch. Not enough characters, unfortunately. And Instagram is Near Perfect Pitch. Available on iTunes, Google Play, Blurberry Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course Podbean, where I have the detailed uh, list of uh, of the tracks I play and uh, post all the links uh, as well. So let's uh, talk about what's forthcoming. It's uh, basically got to the end of the regular portion of the programme, coming in at just over about uh, two and a half hours worth. Um, seems about four and a half hours worth, but it's only been two and a half hours. Uh, we've, we've covered quite a, a diverse array of tunes. Uh, I'm quite happy with it. Uh, but I also wanted to uh, uh, set you up for what's forthcoming. Um, Periscope, a.k.a. Martin uh, Swinney, has been a part of the Manchester music scene for a long old while um, from uh, his beginnings with uh, the, the Hungry Socks to his work with a litany of artists he's uh, a very renowned producer uh, he wouldn't admit it but uh, he's one of the funniest people that uh, I've ever come across uh, he's worked with the likes of Inspiral Carpets he's worked with Manny he's uh, from, from uh, the Roses and Primal Scream uh, Chris Goodwin from uh, Buzzcocks Electronic even with uh, with Andy from uh, from The Cradle um, great stuff he's had a couple of collaborations uh, in the last little while with uh, with Mark Burgess um, the Chameleons and, and Chameleons Vox who's on the show about uh, three weeks ago I'm going to be posting up a lot of the links for you to uh, acquire uh, and get your hands on uh, on Periscope's material uh, I'm going to play a song next called uh, Thumbsucker uh, as a uh, as suggested by the man himself. Uh, and uh, after that, I'll get straight into the interview uh, and then uh, back for some more chit chat and another song.
What's all this chaos you've been experiencing in the last little while then? Well, in the last few minutes, so you don't want to know. No, okay. Best not share them. Batteries going, no sound on this thing. I thought. I think I've started it now. I thought it was brand new kit though. I thought it was a brand new lappy you got. Uh, sort of, but I haven't quite sussed it out yet. You know, I'm a luddite. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the height of irony that you're pr producing brilliant music and uh, you're fumbling to, to get your laptop sorted. Well,. I've only just found out after nine years that they go off when you shut the lid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little known fact that. So all that time I've been sat waiting for it to go off when I've shut down, 
I want all that back because nobody ever tells you these things, do they? Well, to, to be honest, I don't even think that's in the, in the user manual, so you, you can be excused for not knowing that little tidbit. Yeah, well, nobody's told me that, so I, I reckon I'm old about four days. Oh, at least. Oh, at least. From, from Toshiba. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll have words with them. Um, so, so what have you been up to lately? Because you're, uh, you're here, there, and everywhere. You're doing a lot of stuff, but it's hard to nail you down in terms of your output. So... Was that Heroes record the last the last thing that you actually released? Um, that that was uh, a free download, wasn't it? I it, think it might have been. I think it might have been. Yeah. I, I can't. Um, I can't think of one since then. Are you working on anything that we can expect to uh, to to pick up in the, in, the, in the next little while? There's a couple of things in the pipeline. There's another cover. Um, oh, good. Just, just polishing off. Green onions, would you believe? Oh, yeah, you're going to do some Booker T, are you? <laughs> Fantastic. If you're going to do one, do one that you shouldn't touch with a barge pole because it's already perfect. Well, that's right. You've got to be really ballsy to do, do a cover version like that. So uh, you might as well go for the gusto. So so when, when do you reckon that will see light of day? September-ish uh, or something? It just needs, needs a bit more polishing. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll see what's happening with that, so... Is it just you on on the record? <coughs> yeah, only me on. Well, it's only me on all of them, really, apart from when I do collabs and stuff. Exactly, exactly. So, 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 uh, can you tell us how the last collaboration came about then? The the the, the, the heroes record, which I played well, on the program. Along with Monica, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we just got in touch on here. Really, we've just been uh, mates and chatting on here, and decided we should do something. And it, it took a long time to come off. Uh, she's really busy. Me, not so busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all relative, isn't it? Um, and it, it's, it was all, you know, sorting stuff out. Never actually met. No. Never met. So everything was done online. Fantastic. And that takes a long time, you know, going backwards and forwards, swapping stuff. But we got there in the end. Well, did she just lay down her vote? Was was she just responsible for one vocal track? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I put the um, tune down, and then she went into a studio and did the vocal for it. Oh, it's fantastic! I can I can make make music and, and not be in the same room, isn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? I've done stuff um, people all over the world, really, and uh, it's not like the old days where you. You know, where you're all stuck in a room and you're going up and down yeah. in a van and stuff, you can just turn this thing on now and it's amazing what you can do. It is. What, what, out of curiosity for all the, all the sort of nerdy boffings out there, what, what, uh, what, what software are you using when, you, when, you, when you're producing? Oh, all sorts of things. For producing for other people, or for me. No, for yourself. Sorry, I'll make that clear. When, when, you, when you're you know, cutting your own material, what, 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 what are you using? For, for myself, it's uh, you, you, I would never use just one thing. It's uh, a mixer. It's all yeah. different softwares have their own pros and cons. So yeah, uh, loads of stuff that I use for certain things, you know, and then it'll all come together and in the mix and what I mean. And are you doing all that at home? Or have you got some porter studio, or are you going going off off uh, off you somewhere could, else? You could do a lot of it at home now. Um, some stuff you still have to go into a studio because you can't. Well, maybe some people can, but I, you can't get that. I can't get that sort of uh, sound. So 
Um, sometimes you'll just go, but you don't have to go in long. You know, it's not like I won't be in there from start to finish doing building up every track. It'll just be the odd thing that um, I won't be able to get here. Well, like listening to the monitor, you know, listening to the monitor speakers in a in a, in a proper environment, that type of stuff. Uh, well, no, you can, I kind of get around that. You you learn over the years. You learn what you're listening to through. I mean, I play stuff back that I've done through all through headphones, through different speakers. Um, do mixes down and play them out of little tiny shitty transistor speakers, you know, so you get an overall yes. view of what you're getting. That takes years of experience to be able to understand that what you're listening to is going to sound a certain way and oftentimes not, not exactly as it sounds through what you're listening to. So Yeah, yeah, yeah um, something will sound amazing through a six-foot studio speaker and then once you've got it down onto a CD and you play it in the car, it sounds terrible. <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's going backwards and forwards and getting the levels, you know, for each, knowing, knowing how it's going to end up being broadcast, and that's the, the kind of sound that you're after at the end of it, really. Well, I found, you know, I, I did take my uh, audio engineering course and, and miraculously, yeah, yeah. and that miraculously passed all those years ago, and I found it to be the equivalent of golf, because I've got OCD, so yeah. no mi no mix was ever ready. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you could go on forever, couldn't you? It drives you mental. I mean, I, I've got a massive respect for anyone who says, "All right, it's done now." Even though any 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 artist will tell you it's never really done. There's always a there's always license to to to, to pick and muck about with it. Oh, but uh, yeah, no, even years after when you're listening to something back, yeah, you, you think, "Oh, I wish I'd done this, and I wish I'd done that," but. It just comes a point where you've just got to stop, or you'll just you'll lose it completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you'll go, go on forever. I fast realised that. I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd be doing the same, the same kind of like uh, meticulous, uh, uh, pouring over all the tracks just for a flipping radio ad. It used to drive me nuts. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I haven't got the DNA to 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 to, to do that because <laughs> I'd end up having a, a, an output of one single every ten years or something like that. Um, yeah, you, you just got to slam the lid on it. Yeah, well, that, yeah, but that takes a special kind of person to be able to put the tin lid on it and say, right, that's done, next. And then, then you walk away and think, no, I'll, I'll open the lid up again, I'll just have another little squeak. <laughs> no, that's Pandora's box, that's a slippery slope, that one, isn't it? Proper slippery slope. So so for the people who don't know you who are listening, and I mean, pe people know you uh, who listen to the programme as as the musical name, as, as Periscope. Um wow. But uh, are you, you are you now, go, now going by your uh, your birth name? Is that something that you've made a concerted effort to change lately, or was that just? No, uh, that, uh, that, the only thing that's changed is Mr. Zuckerberg forced me to change my name on social media. Oh, it's Zuckerberg. All oh, right, so right, so all oh, right, so it's, it's they don't they don't allow um, they stopped all band names and uh, strange oh. names and everything. And I actually got away with it for ages, over a year longer than most people. Most people uh, got forced to change theirs, their names, uh, well over a year ago. And I, I thought I got away with it. So <laughs> Perry Scope, he must actually think that's real. Yeah, Parent Scope, but yeah. No, a... they got me in the end. Oh, I, I, didn't, I mean, in my ignorance, I didn't know that, but I didn't realise yeah, that that was the... It's, uh, it's one of their things that they, they did. Um, there's one 
one one thing that you can't, I can't remember what it was. I think it might be drag names are still allowed. <laughs> well, well, that's okay then, isn't it? Yeah, there, there was something I was reading. I can't remember what it was now, but I think there was one exclusion to the to the rule, and I think it might be drag names. So. I might have to come up with a drag name. Well, you might have to. You, you might have to work on some Boardville drag act or something just to be able to, you know, to, to maintain your name. That, that, that well, sounds I, like. I was, I, to be honest, I wasn't that bothered because when I came up with the name, it, was, it must be nine, ten years ago now. Yeah. Um, but being a a cyber luddite, I didn't actually realise that Facebook was going to split it in two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so instantly I became known as Perry. <laughs> I always hated that name. <laughs> so it's not, um, it's not been such a bad thing. I'm getting used to being me again. Yeah, it must be nice. You've re re regained your identity because uh, my, my my dad was actually he was nicknamed Perry at uni, and it's it's one of the yeah. most it's one of the most tough nicknames you can possibly get, isn't it? Yeah, it's like well, Pe Perry. It's, pa pass for caviar, Perry. Totally hadn't occurred to me that it, they were going to split that and um, that it would end up sounding almost like a real name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's always only been one word, but um, I've just become, or I was, I became that for 10 years. There's not really a, a lengthy lineage of, of, of the, the scope surname in, 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 uh, <laughs> in the northwest. So, so again, again, because because I, I know a fair bit about you because I've been buying records for a long while. And but to the uninitiated, thought it was you. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, you can you can probably trace was, trace the payments back through PayPal. Yes, it was me. Um, was let's let's talk just just talk about you in terms of uh, what what what, uh, what what you've done in, in the past. So you started with with, with the, the hungry socks. Now, what year? Did, did you form the Hungry Socks? Because there's a few dates and then they conflict here with the, the information I've got. Yeah, there's, there's stuff up online all seems to be all over the place, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's, there's nothing concise, to be honest. I can't. Um, I'm absolutely hopeless with time and dates. I really haven't got a clue. It'd have to be early 80s. Yeah, I, I, was, thinking, I was thinking 84, but I, I, I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, some, somewhere around that, I, I really wouldn't have a clue. Um, Definitely around that time. And at the time, so you know, we can we can name drop the likes of Clint Boone and Manny and, and Chris Goodwin and uh, Andy Housley. For, you know, these are all guys who've been in, uh, well, essentially Manchester bands, you know, apart from yeah. apart from Primal yeah. Scream. So on on this, I don't know why ever happened to Manny. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's he up to? Oh, I don't know. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, needs a few bob. I think he's. I think he's back at work again. Yeah, no, I feel sorry for him. Um, so, so we've got we've, you've got a quite quite a colourful history. So after after the hungry socks, what what was your next move after that? Just to clarify things. Um, I didn't do anything for years after that. I kind of put it on the back burner for a bit. Yeah. Um, you never go away from it, you know. But um, I'm still playing, writing, did a bit of solo stuff, but uh, nothing really serious. And then. Uh, it was quite a while before I decided to get back into it again and give it another go. Well, it's well, it's not often I speak to to people uh, who are big in Russia. Ah, yeah, isn't that weird? That, that's it's it's, it's almost uh, in, in in alignment with that David Hasselhoff Germany caper, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
I just must have some kind of like uh, undercurrent of, of Cossacks thing or something. But uh, just to clarify for you lot listening is that uh, uh, Thumbsucker did rather well over there, didn't it? It got to number one on, um, I'm not entirely, I don't think it, it would be the national chart if they have a national chart. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. But Moscow or some, something like that, number one, yeah, which was very bizarre. Absolutely, and it's one of those things where you, when you first read it, you just check if it's April the 1st, because it's, it's fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Don't get me and, wrong. Uh, Albania as well, for some reason. <laughs> Albania? Yeah. Um, Moscow and Albania seem to be. Wow! Uh, so you got the key, places. got the key so, to the city out there. Then when you show up, me and me and Norman Wisdom in it in Albania. <laughs> you, you and Norman Wisdom exactly. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, absolutely massive out there is Norman. So me and Norman. So so, so you you, pro you produced a lot of work that isn't your own. What's the last thing that you actually uh, put your touch on? Because again, forgive me, but it's hard to, to find things that, there are, that I can rely upon being factual. Yeah. Um, what's the last thing I did? I usually have so many things on the go. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have. Uh, it's, I've got, I must have uh, six or seven on the go at the moment and I can't think what they are. Are they, are they mainly uh, local outfits? Uh, I've done a couple of those. I haven't done anyone local. Done anyone local? That sounds great, isn't it? It's well, that can be taken any which uh, way, can't it? Really? I haven't done anyone local for quite a while. <laughs> well, I'm in the same boat. Truth be told. Well, we need to get out more. Well, I do. I'm stuck in front of this bloody monitor half the time, as you can probably probably tell. But um, you 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 you've done a lot of work. Is there anybody that you'd really like to work with that you've not worked with? Just normal wisdom, I think. Well, that could be tricky, that. Yeah, that'll have to be purely on the sampling level. Uh, oh, I could sampling, couldn't I? You certainly could. Yeah, you could. You could You could do all kinds of stuff with that. Actually, I was playing um, Don't Laugh At Me because I'm a real for some reason. It's a great song. Yeah, it is. It's a great song. If you listen to it uh, without watching the video when it's... it's doing his gurning faces, it's a fantastic song, and I was thinking how, what a great singer he is. Yeah, it was something what, that, what? It, yeah, it's the kind of, yeah, it's the kind of song that you wouldn't be surprised if Teenage Fan Club covered or something like that, because it it's kind of a pop song, really. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, there's another one. Ken Dodd's got a great voice, you know. <laughs> Ken Dodd, well, another dark horse in the vocal yeah, department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All these, I tell you, you 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 are the one for for the most obscure pearls of wisdom, and that's part that's part of your charm. So 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 the the Ken Dodd thing could still be on the cards, couldn't it? Technically, uh, my chances of working with Ken Dodd, uh, yeah, there is a chance. Well, he's not brown. He's not brown bread. So I mean, he does go on a bit though, doesn't he? He doesn't like finishing things and getting off stage. And so on. <laughs> no, no, he's got, he's got a habit of, uh, of 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 taking his time, hasn't he? Um, yeah. So, are you, are you buying much stuff yourself? And, and by buying, when I want to qualify that and saying, you know, the, the days of you know buying records that, that that we've been used to doing are kind of long gone. But are you downloading, buying, are you buying any new gear? What are you doing? Um, of course, I'm buying stuff. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's not always the answer I get from from artists. Believe it or not. <laughs> no, it's very rarely I'll yeah. buy anything or. Um, download anything. It has to be something pretty amazing these days. Because yeah. I mean, 
you can just get it up and listen to it, watch it whenever you want on air anyway, can't you? Exactly, yeah. So to actually physically own it, I don't, I don't really um, don't think what the last thing... I think the last the, the last thing I actually went out and bought, not just downloaded, to, to physically own in hand was um, Cut the World, Anthony Agatha. Wow. Yeah, so that's a long, that's a long old one. If you bought that when it came out, that's a few years, isn't it? That's just something that I felt that I had to own because I just think it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are things where I, you just have to own the physical commodity. Unfortunately, yeah, I, mean, I, I saw him do it um, at the Lowry. Oh, fantastic! With the, um, he was in a show uh, at Bramer. Uh, what's the name? Abramovich, the performance artist, I forget her name Well, you should know with all your Russian uh, your Russian success, you should be... Uh, well, uh, yeah, I should learn the language. Yeah, you should be a bit more proficient. Come on, man. It's from um, Marina Abramovich, I think she's called. It's from a show that they did. Right. The Life and Death of Marina Abramovich, I'm pretty sure it was called. Well, I'm going to look it up and put it on the show notes. And, uh, and so people... um, oh, rubbish with names. I'm rubbish with names and times. What's the guy? William Defoe was in it. Oh, William Defoe was in it. Okay, Mr. Platoon. All right, good. good, good. Absolutely fantastic. And the music was just absolutely jaw-dropping. So I, I, it was one of those things, you know, where I, it's like a souvenir. I had to have it to remember that. Well, I, I do know exactly what you mean. And I, and I, and I, miss, that, I miss that feeling nowadays. I, I was talking to uh, uh, someone, someone, someone earlier this week about the days when you pick up, you used to pick up records because uh, they look good. <laughs> and, yeah. about, and I'm talking about, you know, things like 4AD and the 24 envelope and the rough trade stuff. Uh, you, you felt like Amazing you were, colors, yeah, 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 just everything from the aesthetic to, to obviously the content. But uh, I, I do feel I'm missing out a lot of the times when I do uh, download digitally. But it, it's, you know, when you when when you collect music and, and, and you like music, it's obviously yeah. cost dissuasive yeah. to buy everything. It's very difficult. Um, now, in terms of live in live music, I mean, you, you're in you're in one of the best uh, centres for live music on on God's green earth. Are, are you out at, uh, at gigs yourself uh, at all? I'll go and see a few now and again, but uh, not much. Not but the much, same, really. same thing. It's got to be something exceptional to get you off your backside. Yeah, it, it really has. Um, I can't think of the last one I've seen. I can't. I can't remember any dates. I can't remember any names, and I can't remember any bands I've seen. So that kind of sums me up. I think you get in the picture now. Yeah, I do. I do. It's yeah. It's uh, yeah. You're uh, you could you could be uh, you could be Perry Recluse uh, if, if people didn't know you any better. But um, so let's talk about let's talk about the, the world around you because you you are quite quite honestly, and I'm not a sycophant at all. Is that you're one of the most. Uh, sussed witty people that I've ever ever come across and and I had a nice little diet well I had a nice nice bit of banter with uh with uh, with Burgess the other week and uh, oh, Mark, yeah. and he went off on one and it was absolutely brilliant in terms of he's, he's a very passionate man obviously he's a, he's a very articulate chap in terms of his musical output but he's also uh he's also very vocal about uh his wants and uh, his, his likes and dislikes rather and well I think the, uh, for good for good reason with a never-ending vote yeah yeah well, well you, uh, listen I don't, I don't want to get overly political because I want to keep this kind of fun but but how, how do you feel sitting there 
uh, with all this stuff going on around you. I mean, I, I'm 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 on a different continent. Yeah, I still I still care deep deeply about what what's going on in, in the UK. Um, what what do you think is going to happen with this latest round of stupidity? Uh, which bit? Well, it, well, to, to clarify, the, the the vote itself and the 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 new leadership of that lot, with the opposition having no leadership, <laughs> essentially. I was so saying to Mark the other day that um, basically I felt like I've lost everything. Yes. I've lost everything. I've, I've no, I don't think I've ever won a vote because when I did actually win it, we got Blair. <laughs> the booby you know prize, I mean? yeah. yeah. So I, I don't feel like I've ever actually won anything I've voted for. So I, I think I might be close to giving up now. Well... It was, uh, you know, one thing that Mark really talked about was really his, his disbelief at the, the gullibility of people. And uh, that was the thing that staggered me, was the... The, the, the blatant lies, the, the, they seemed so obvious, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I, I just didn't, I didn't assume for a second <laughs> that you had to be a Rhodes Scholar to, to figure out that it was... It, just, it seemed so obvious, and yet... Um... I think that there were other things. There were well, obviously there were other things that came into play with how the vote ended up. Yeah, well, look, um, I and that was sort of deep entrenched stuff that it didn't matter what they said; they could have just read the phone book, and, and it was always going to go that way with that vote. I think. Yeah, yeah, well, so, it, was, it was pretty close. It was pretty close. It was pretty close, but it was one of those things when you know he went to bed thinking something would happen, and then woke up and. Yeah. I was talking to someone about it yesterday, actually. I don't know if you remember, I think it was about 1982 or 83, maybe somewhere around there. Eddie Murphy had that uh, delirious uh, stand-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, they were talking, he had that one sketch about uh, all, all the idiot white people voting for Jesse Jackson as a joke. And they, yeah. wake, they wake up the next morning and, you won? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the same kind of thing now. And so he was almost visionary 20, 25 years ago in being able to predict what would happen in the UK in 2016. So let's... Uh, I was thinking the other day, what what is the point of UKIP now? The whole point of UKIP, they've got it. <laughs> it's it's the redundant. Whole, the whole, they're one policy. Yes. So they're not redundant now. I think they are. I think they are redundant. They're completely moot. In, in the, they've, they've got what they wanted, but the irony is they don't know what to do with it. Now they've got it. Uh, yeah. and, that, and that's often the case when uh, it's uh, just be careful what you wish for because there's no, there's no contingency plan for, uh, for, 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 for the country. And uh, it just worries me because the average person is just, just becoming more and more distanced from, uh, from being able to have a quality of life. And it, and it, it does my brain in over here because I've got lots of friends and family. And uh, yeah. I... I well, it was a, there was a lot more to it than just getting cheap bags from Spain on the boat. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, the, 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 the things like that, elections and referendums are run by the media anyway, so uh, Murdoch pretty much bought that, I think. I think you're absolutely right, and that's that's a, that's a, that's a, a story for another day because a lot of people don't dig enough to quite understand that the media... Uh, you know, I'm 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 ex media and uh, embarrassed to say so to be honest, but uh, yeah. I think I think you bang on with your assessment. Well, what, what was it? He said he could go, he could go into Downing Street and I'm paraphrasing now. He could go into Downing Street 
and they do what he said, but when he went to Europe, they ignore him or something like that. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, he, something like that, wasn't it? So he he had to get out. Yeah, why why would he want to stay when 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 he's a nobody? But uh, literally, he runs he runs the show. So you know, you you heard obviously, well not obviously, but you probably heard about Colin Murray uh, uh, quitting uh, Talksport last week because Murdoch's group bought. Uh, Talk Talksport, lock stuff and barrel. I saw something flash up on something and I didn't read it. Yeah, well, he's a he's he's, he's Northern Irish. He's a very 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 good at what he does. He's actually the only yeah. good good thing a good thing on that channel. And uh, upon upon the takeover, he announced his resignation because of the relationship uh, with the Sun and uh, and Hillsborough. And uh, his last show will be, I think, uh, September the second. So you know, yeah. you, you you don't often see. Uh, Somebody with that kind of moral fortitude dig their oh, heels you in. Don't admire that, don't you? It's not like um, it's not like the MPs resigning, is it? When they, they never really resigned. Oh they just, no, they're always on they payroll. Move sideways or go into some other thing, but it's, they, ne they never actually go. No, how many, times, how many times has Farage resigned? Okay, and these yeah, these these are the people who are never not without a, a paycheck in their bank account every two I weeks, think, regardless. I think he, he re resigned three times, did he? And he stood as an MP seven times and never got in once. Yeah, it's, and he's still here. It's quite a track record. <laughs> quite a track record, isn't it? Really. It's just a joke, isn't it? Yeah, I, I was I was thinking um, I was talking to somebody the day and. and uh, uh, a nice current affairs program. It would not be amiss with the likes of musicians uh, piping up because every musician I've talked to, in terms of their, they're a different breed. You know that. I mean, you're not uh, you're not the run of the mill you lot, uh, and uh, you tend to wear your hearts on your sleeve. And, and some of the banter I've had has been some yeah. of the most refreshing, intelligent, informed, uh, vibrant. Opinions and, and chit chat that, that, that I've had uh, since I don't know when, and uh, but it's it's not indicative of what uh, what you see on on and what you deem mainstream media. So, you, you, um, do, do you know um, do you know Matt from Dodgy, the uh, the drummer from Dodgy? Uh, not personally, no. No. no well, well, just 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 want just want to drop something on you. He, he was saying that uh, he was on social media the day before uh, the vote, and he said, you know, don't get lulled into a. Uh, a feeling of comfort by virtue of looking at all of your sort of peers online having the same opinion of you as, as you because you tend to gravel, gravitate towards people who like the same type of things and, and, and share the same kind of opinions. And and he, he almost predicted it and said, look, you know, just because you might uh, read the climate as being the way you want it to be, uh, it's not indicative of, 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 you know, the big bad world out there beyond the bubble of your own social media. So, yeah, it, it was. I thought I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was quite quite clever of him, and, and unfortunately, he was proved right. So, let's let's withdraw ourselves from politics because I, I, I can sense I'm lulling you into some kind of uh, sleep right. there. Um, right. and, and you did you did make an expressive point not to talk about football. But <laughs> but that's like a red rag to a bull, really. So being a red, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you are a legitimate Man United fan, and, and I've got a lot of respect for anyone who's a legitimate fan. The, the key word being legitimate. Um, Is that because I was born 
Within the sound of the bells. No, nah, not none of that bollocks. I'm talking. You actually, uh, you actually uh, can name a player from 15 years ago, and uh, you know didn't start watching uh, when when you started to win. It, it's oh, Bobby Charlton. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard of him. I've heard of Gary Burtles. <laughs> Gary Burtles as well. But um, in, all, in all honesty, it, it's Manchester is literally deposed uh, Birmingham as the second city, whether they like it or not. Uh, culturally, and now, and now with the football landscape with two of the world's biggest managers, the circus that's going to be forthcoming as of the beginning of the season, uh, I don't think it's going to be like anything we've witnessed on our shores. And uh, what are your thoughts on, on Mourinho just, just, just in, in, in passing? Because I know you have, a, you have a vested interest. You might be sort of playing it down, because I know you do care. Um, what, 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 do you, what did you think initially when that actually came to pass? Um, personally, I can't see us going on a camping weekend together. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Cotswolds. But um, he's good at his job. He's good at his job. Um, <laughs> he tends to win things. He, he well, yeah. But he, he also tends to leave chaos wherever he uh, whenever he leaves every two or three years. It's it's. I think he is as angry, or he can get as angry as Ferguson did. So that might be what we need. We might need to get back to that. I think it got a bit too soft. Does that make any sense? No, it makes implicit sense. I'm just listening. No, no, it doesn't make sense. There's a little bit of anger behind it. Do you know the way Ferguson used to treat them? Yeah, yeah, and I'm not treating them like uh, teenage millionaires. Like uh, it's, 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 you know, yeah. you're a glorified psychologist as a manager nowadays. You've got to be able to handle these kids' egos and either mollycoddle them or uh, or kick right. up, kick them. a boot at Beckham's head. I think that's what someone needs now. Oh crikey! Well, I think that's that's. I think it just applies to just about every player nowadays. You need a good swift kick up the arse, but it takes a special man to be able to do that. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if Mourinho's up to that, but he seems a little bit more. Tetchy. Yeah, yeah. Than the previous guys. And he doesn't he doesn't shy away from confrontation. But I was going to ask you, and this is this is an actually, I'd like to think semi-intelligent football question, you know, but I could be wrong. But uh, the, the the Rooney conundrum. You, you saw what happened with that shambles in, in in the Euros when he was playing really really deep for for, for England yeah. and spraying the ball about really unhindered. He was he was literally played in a position that, that didn't take advantage of, of any of his abilities. Now, the, do you think there's room for him in the team, with, especially with, uh, with the Mkhitaryans and Ibrahimovic and, and, and uh, other, other acquisitions? Because in terms of a striker, are, are you in that camp? Or are you in the number 10 camp? And if it is the number 10 camp, you've got adequate, uh, uh, adequate cover in that position. And to play up front, uh, I don't think that's an option either. So... Mourinho, I think his biggest decision, his first one, is, is, is how he handles Rooney and then how he handles the fallout, despite whether he's playing or not. Yeah. Those first couple of games in the Euros, we didn't play too bad, you know. No. I know, I know it was an absolute disaster and it always is, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, we, it's an expectancy. Yeah. But yeah. We, it, Rooney was all right in that position. He wasn't. He wasn't bad, but but he was playing. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad at all, and we didn't play that bad the first couple of games, and then obviously it all went to shit. But um, where he's gonna, wow, that's gonna equate with United. I don't know. Well, that, that's 
It's a big, big topic of debate with with a lot of my United, uh, my, my Red fans, uh, their friends, uh, and 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 they're saying Mourinho's going to have to make a decision because your recruitment's been very, very aggressive, and you bought some real, real, real quality. Yeah. And yeah. someone's going to have to make a hard decision. It's like uh, you know, John Terry. Conte said that Terry will be the captain of the team, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play, uh, which seems kind of an odd thing to have a captain that's not playing. Uh, so. so I, I sit. I sit back and I watch. I, I'm not overly invested in it. I'm, I'm more of a curious uh, bystander to see what's going to happen with it. Because Rooney, for some reason, with a lot of the fans, is Teflon. You can't say anything against Wayne Rooney. Uh, and sometimes uh, the player gains more support than the manager. We've all seen what happens there. So it's an it's an interesting one. It's a, it's a tough conundrum right off right off the bat for him to, to have to contend with. He'll sort it out, mate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think there's going to be an issue there. He'll sort it out. It's just it's just what the ripple effect will be. That's the only thing, isn't it? Really. Uh, yeah, one we'll, one last we'll question. Be happy, we'll be happy with third next Well, I'm just happy to get into Europe because if we don't do, <laughs> yeah, if if honest to goodness though, if if the English teams don't do well this year, there's every likelihood that it'll be down at three places next season, which is uh, which doesn't bode well for for, for anybody really. Um, one one last question about football because uh, I don't I don't I don't want to belabor the, the, the topic. But uh, uh, who do you think is going to win it? Just uh, again, I can't hold you to task here. It's something that I ask everybody. Who's going to who's, win the season? Yeah, who's going to win the league this year? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was City. You know. Yeah, I I I, I, I tend to agree. With you. I don't like saying it, but I think that City City. Will no, win. I really hurt to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because you're in transition. It wouldn't surprise me. No, no, and for some reason, I seem to. Well, pending Aguero's fitness, I think that they, yeah, they could, they can, uh, they can do it again. So, well, Les Leicester just came out of nowhere. No one could have predicted that, could they? Well, well they're decimated now. I mean, uh, they've lost Kante. Mahrez on his way. And yeah. Vardy's committed, and he's Vardy's committed to a sinking ship. It's not going to happen again. It just, it just came out of nowhere. That I think. Um, next season we're going to be back to the the same view again. Yeah, it's going to be a normal service resumed, I think. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was City, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did one of these predictor things the other day, and I'm, and I hate to say it, with you know Leicester's having everybody uh, cherry pick players and coaching staff. Coman, Everton wants to take the uh, uh, the chief scout who was responsible yeah. for all those wonderful signings. So uh, another another bet that I put put on last week was I I don't even think Leicester finished top ten uh, by virtue of all no. these players. But uh, that's enough football for now. What would you like to talk about? Is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Um, can't think of anything, mate. There's nothing. I was, I was trying to think actually before when I knew we were going to do this. Well, nothing for for uh, Swinney Inc. There's nothing. Nothing coming out. Nothing. Well, not immediately anyway. Well, how about this? I, I'll, Go on. You can you can you can curate what I'm going to play. What what tracks would you like me to play? I'll play a couple of tracks on the show uh, before and after the interview, which we're recording now. What what would you like me to play? I'll let you pick them. Well, uh, my stuff. Yeah, what well, your stuff? Yeah, I don't want anyone else's stuff. Yeah, oh, your right. stuff. Yeah, your <laughs> stuff, mate. Yeah, I want I want people to hear more of your stuff. Uh, well, stick me number one on. Yeah. Okay. We'll do we'll do big in Russia. All right. That was Thumbsucker, wasn't it? Yep, Thumbsucker, um, that's, that's a given then, all right. What else is there? Well, uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have to think, come on, man. Well, I, I, I tell you, I've just completely lost track. 
Well, thumb, uh, thumb sucker's a good one, so we'll play that for sure. And just we'll give us one more, and we'll play that. Play that as well. To stick the one on my mark. Okay, I'll, I'll stick the one on my mark. Uh, I don't think that got a lot of airplay at the time. So okay, I'll well, I'll, lovely. I'll do that. And uh, I've got one last question for you. Um, Go ahead. It, it's the uh, it, it's the biscuit tin. You're around my house because I've got you a gig here. I've got your whole festival tour of Canada, and you're staying at my house. Stick the kettle on. Right. You know, yeah. I crack open a biscuit tin, and yeah. you can only choose one. Just say it's safe to assume I've got every biscuit under the sun, right? Yeah. What do you choose? That's hard, that mate. It is. That's an, an hard one. It's not an easy one. You see, normally I'd go for custard creams, Oof. but have you got any crackers? See, that's that's pushing that's pushing the envelope a bit because I mean, if you start getting into cheese and biscuits and cheese and crackers, yeah, it's a different yeah. league, isn't it? Different kettle of fish. What about uh, shortbread? Is that cast? Uh, absolutely, I do. You will be the the first one. I have an empty shortbread uh, uh, category on my graph, which you will now be entered into. Then, Slip me a shortbread finger. Lovely, and uh, the checks in the post from uh, whoever makes shortbread. <laughs> I'll give him a ring. <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time, mate. I'll, I'll see you online, no doubt, later today. But uh, I'll let you know when this is uh, ready to be uh, broadcast as well. Look after and okay. uh, talk soon, mate. Cheese, well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, thanks, uh, Martin, mate. Um, that's Periscope Martin Swinney in all his glory. Uh, do check the show notes at uh, nearperfectpitch.podbean.com for all the links uh, that will uh, allow you to pursue his work. So uh, do so, support him, buy his music. He's a very hardworking chap. Uh, coming up next and last, Chameleon's Vox with Periscope. This is a song called Time Enough.
Fantastic. Periscope with Chameleon's Box. That's time enough. That's it for episode 13. Thanks for listening. Back next week with a feature interview will be Conrad Lambert from Mertz. All the best. ta